Alrighty, hello everyone. Oh my goodness, it has been a while. Well, a little bit of a while. Welcome everyone to episode 43 of the What Is She podcast where Alana and myself will be discussing and breaking down and, uh, you know, just casually freaking out about Critical Role Campaign 2 episode 134 and a little bit of 133 because we did not, uh, we did not cover it, um, last, uh, last week, but we'll be discussing at least a few of the, of the high points, um, from the previous episode. <laughs> I really want to talk a little bit about, um, Ford's decision and then we can go a little bit into the beginning of the fight, you know, taking out three of the Tomb Takers yes. and almost almost taken out three uh, in the process. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's uh, some, some pretty pretty awesome stuff. But once once we're all caught up on 133, we will dive right into last night's episode. But let's talk quick about one of the biggest talking points for last episode, and that was Ford's decision to have the Rangers engage. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty that intense. Was, that was, and it was such a cool moment <laughs> because yeah. Travis played it so cool mm -hmm. um, as he was potentially sending people to their deaths, which is not any kind of judgment on the decision. It was just, that's essentially what was happening. Like, yeah. He kind of knew the, the risk involved, but he played it so calmly and coolly and i think the fact that it was just him and essek awake mm -hmm. made it even more kind of uh uh poetic or oh, not so much poetic but just kind of more uh scary i guess because yeah. no one else could share their opinions mm -hmm. but um i think like some of the cast were kind of as shocked as yeah <laughs> many viewers were yeah. um but it's just like you know, he made the hard decision. He made the really hard decision. I guess he, in Ford's mind, it's, yeah, end of the world. We need as much help as we can get here if we can somehow manage to slow them down in any way. It could be, mm -hmm. could be good. Or even, like, if we could somehow hide the fact that we're here, if they think these are the only people here, we, we need that advantage in any way. And I kind of agree with him. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I mean, it was, you know, we, we were all shocked. The cast was shocked. I think a lot of critters were shocked. But it was, it wasn't shock in, in in the sense of like, oh my gosh, I never thought he would do this. Yeah. It's like, he actually did it. Like, because yeah. we, we were all kind of thinking like when, when Essex asked, you know, do you want me to tell, ask the Rangers to engage or not? And I feel mm. for me internally, I was like, oh, like it would be kind of smart to do it, but oh, you're, you're, you're sentencing these people to die. Um, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of like a general thought process people were having. And then when he said, yes, yeah. we're like, Oh, the madman did it. He actually <laughs> said yes. It was so quick too. Like he didn't yeah. really contemplate it. It was, it was, he clearly thought about what he would have said in that situation or had Essie come back and said, Oh, they've, they've approached Travis, I think would have been like, okay, well they should attack. Um, so yeah, the fact that it was just his decision essentially in this moment, yeah. bit it's strange that Essex was kind of like I know Essex along for the ride, but it's Essex men. He's like, what should I do? Yeah, <laughs> Essex might have had a bit more of a call on, but I mean, yeah, I definitely agree it. with that. Yeah, he's able to respect the decision. Yes, yes, because um, yeah. ultimately they are the Rangers are expendable. Because you know it, it it hurts to say that, but you know they're they're the foot soldiers. You know, mm. uh, they they know yeah. what they're they know what they're sworn to do. You know. They know what they have to do. 
Um, exactly. So yeah, it sucks. Um, and it was a really difficult decision to make. But again, Ford was working on such little information. Because um, I remember mm -hmm. he he was talking in this this most recent talks episode about how he wasn't sure how close they were, how far they were, how much time they actually had. Um, so yeah, he he made the best he made the best decision with the with the knowledge and information that he had. And ultimately, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, it didn't help very much. But yeah, I still think regardless, he made the right call. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we don't really know, like if if they did manage to do some damage, and realistically, if they did, if that helped in the end. Um, but I think for a a stealth point of view, it probably would have helped because it would have like masked. I think the fact that the minor nine could be there. It could have yeah. like helped in that regard. We we won't know, and I I don't think until like an end of campaign talks would Matt actually reveal if that was a good thing or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and he might not because it might not be a good thing, and that could yeah. make Travis feel bad. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think it was the right call. I think it was like the most difficult call, um, mm -hmm. and also probably only one that Ford could make. Um, yeah. Uh, at least could make so calmly and collected because mm. um, I could see like I reckon Yasha would make a similar call I reckon Veth would make a similar call uh, yeah. but probably in very different manners in very different kind of mm -hmm. uh, with very with different feelings towards the matter yeah. probably um, but Ford yeah. was very direct and yeah no, it was it was it was a really cool moment, and I was, as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, there's going to be some discussion about this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is a big thing. Uh, but no, I thought it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm super, super, super happy with that scene. A really awesome moment for Travis and Ford, and I I really just appreciate the heck out of Travis as a as a as a player. Oh um, yeah, his range is is crazy because you know we think back to last campaign he was he was grog you know low intelligence yeah doesn't have a lot to say and in this one we get we get to see you know travis really shine in that charismatic light but he, he was such nice. a dedicated player as grog too oh yeah know, oh yeah like, he would think of something and he'd be like can't say it yeah <laughs> can't say it yeah grog. exactly um uh he would play to his character so well so it was it's, yeah i agree it's so great to see him play mm -hmm. maybe like yeah, just someone with a bit more, uh, well, to be fair, intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw a lot of people saying how this was uh, CEO Travis peeking through in this scene. Yeah. Making yeah. the hard decisions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> no, no. no. Never catch me doing that. <laughs> but that's exactly why they That's exactly why they appointed him to be the CEO. He's able to, yeah. he's able to pull it off. Um, yeah. But you know, after we had that that scene, we had the the brilliant traps set by the party. Like they 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 did so well. They did so well with their planning. This is one of the I think the few times they spent so long planning and discussing, and yep. then it actually paid off. Yeah. Um, very which very is not well. Throwing shade at them. That's just how D and D works. But yeah. They, they have a tendency to overplan, and then it just doesn't matter or it doesn't work out um, or they just, you know, wing it anyway. But this was, like, so good. They actually planned it out. They yeah. actually had everything in place. Um, some things confused me a bit. I was like, why are they doing it? But 
I try not to backseat game. I just try to watch it and enjoy. Yeah. But like, it worked, and they got a yeah. really good win from it. <laughs> they yeah. they get through the tune takers. Yeah. Those guys would have sucked mm. uh, later in the fight. So yeah, Definitely. it felt a little <laughs> felt a little like um like sad that that's how those three went out. Like we didn't get one last combat with them. But you know. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> I I, I kind of felt that too. Like I was like, oh, three three of them, three of them are just oh. done. Like right off the yeah. bat, like when he was placing the minis, and three of them were were prone. I was like, oh shit, wait, are we are we gonna win? And and also not just prone, they were like unconscious. I didn't yeah. get that. I I thought like, oh, maybe they've just fallen down. They're really hurt. But then when Ford was taking attacks, and Matt's like, oh, it's an auto crit. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this is like death saves. Sure. Like yeah. this is they're gonna just take them out. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it would have been good if it was Cree, though. <laughs> oh, I know, but but I think it, I think it's definitely safe to assume that Cree and Lucian are definitely a higher like standard level oh, yeah. than the other I ones. I think so. I think um, so. I think uh, I think yeah, Cree is yeah much more powerful than when we saw her oh, back yeah. in Zadash. Um, and then Lucian is essentially a legendary creature, so. Yeah they're they're pretty they're pretty safe like she that described her as looking pretty messed up though mm-hmm. which was interesting um but it'll be interesting to know that if like she's using well i guess they're resting now maybe but yeah she could been using spells to heal up and using spells to teleport and escape could be interesting how like that works but if they're resting it probably doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like yeah. it seems like both parties are going to be at full power level when they when they meet again yeah um, but yeah, I mean, the, the fight went, went really, really well. Um, unfortunately, Free has, has a special cape, special cloak yeah. that allowed, allowed them to dimension door out of there. Um, and I felt bad because Travis saw it as like a big loss. Yeah. Um, that whole situation, but, and like the re- the rest of the cast was trying to, to encourage him to be like, no, this was, this was awesome. Um, and yeah. I definitely think this was a major win. Like may, yeah, maybe a little bit of a loss. Because yes, the rest of Tomb Takers are expendable, but that's still three less, like pretty darn powerful uh, yeah. enemies that they don't have to deal with anymore. Yeah, and it's I mean, I'm I was always still hung up with like the fact that Lucian and Cree still need to carry these threshold crests. They're like heavy, they're gonna slow yeah. them down to some extent. The fact that they got rid of their um can't remember his name, the Zorin. Goliath. Zoran. Yeah. They go rid of Zoran, so like he can't necessarily carry it for them. It's going to slow them down to some extent. Um, but it, it also seemed like Otis was probably like their tracker. And yeah. I mean, Typhoid was their major magic user. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know Kree has spells and Lucian's all kinds of jacked up. Um, yeah, but, but their range of capabilities is exactly, definitely a yeah. lot smaller now. And the ability to focus fire, unless there's going to be some shenanigans when they do fight and there are, like, you know, creatures or other mm-hmm. entities joining the fray. Um, because he, that is, like, when you've got, like, just the one creature to focus on in a big fight, it's, yeah, it's not as difficult as it seems because you can focus your fire. So I, I feel like Matt's probably going to bring in other elements to the fight between those two. Um jumping ahead a little bit yeah I'm jumping we, right we, ahead we rarely section. we rarely ever jump ahead so it's fine we can make an exception you know, yeah. every now and then um as long as we don't jump ahead you know every episode yeah. i mean 
<laughs> no, that would get a little old hat. Yeah, that would get a little. Yeah. Uh, but they were they were unfortunately able to escape, and now, starting now with the new episode one thirty four, they decided to pursue. And I yeah. I didn't re- actually expect them to manually move the uh, rubble. I thought they were gonna like do their own like teleporting, like across like another dimension uh, door or like an arcane gate or something. Um, yeah. But nah, they just. I thought the same too. Because I, I I felt, me, if I was a player at the table, I felt like the way Matt described it was, this is either impassable or it is yeah. incredibly dangerous. That's exactly um, So I the fact that too, they yeah. managed to clear it, I think it only took them like an hour or maybe even less than an hour. Like, I, yeah, think, I think it was like 40, minutes, 40, 45 minutes-ish. Yeah, something, something. it wasn't super long. Um, and they managed to clear it. They did have uh, Essek, which I think helped a lot because he's just like, doodle Um mm. But... No, I, I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, I would not have thought of that. But it's probably different when you're in the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, it's cool. I liked it. I like that they decided to follow. I, I, I like that they didn't, like, go, all right, we need to regroup. Let's mm-hmm. go back out. Let's, you yeah. know, find Dakin. <laughs> Let's yeah. do all this. I was like, no, we're here. Let's go. Please keep going ahead. Um, but you know yeah. to to that point with with Dagan as as they were you know pushing through and sort of deciding you know what do we do next do we keep do we keep chasing them down do we investigate do we you know look for other avenues like what do we do yeah Essek got a phone call and it turns yep. out that Dagan <laughs> is alive along with a, too, a handful of other rangers he's too good to die <laughs> exactly like, you can't kill he's... Dagan you can't but it makes sense because his character yeah. is about staying alive. So, yeah. um, no, I was I was really pleased with that. You could see the relief on Travis's face. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I see I see people talking about talks a lot too. I haven't seen talks yet, so I'm mm. excited. Apparently, there's a lot of obviously Travis is on it, but I heard yeah. this Travis talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Shit. But just no, I haven't seen it yet. So anything I say is um, speculative. But what's what's interesting? Is that there were survivors yes so either that tells me that the tomb takers did not care that they were there and just pushed through them mm. or they just let them escape like they started running away and they just didn't feel the need to kill them yeah. i guess well maybe some of the rangers hid it could have been or, that. Or, or or yeah maybe there was like some disagreements on no let's engage no let's not engage there's yeah. no way we can do this um, I could see yeah, that's a good point. Dagan, Dagan hiding. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. He well, he fought. He did. He didn't fight the tomb takers, but he fought with the tomb. He saw the tomb takers fight the dragon, so he has some mm-hmm. idea of their abilities at the very least from a distance. So I could see him being like, "Nope, like, nope, no to this." Yeah. Um, uh yeah it'd be interesting to find out how they did survive i i think it was the first thing you said of the trim takers kind of just whoop, went through and mm-hmm. then like got in their way they didn't down and... care like they got they've got better things to do than pretty much these folks yeah no but yay yeah <laughs> he's alive yay the, D- dagan's alive and and uh and some of the other rangers are alive which is fine so it's a little bit of a weight off of travis's back but it sounds it sounds like a few a few souls were lost were lost yeah. in the battle yeah hey, that's just the way it goes um, way it goes but, yeah <laughs> um but yeah so then that's pretty much the start of this episode um 
like what happened next there was there they they started pursuing um they went back into the presidious ward and they were talking about caduceus really wanted to go back to the amphitheater to check out that that bubble and like the the official looking person in there Um, but before they actually went there there was a little side journey um where travis got a ping in the mausoleum of a yeah like like a divine sense ping but ultimately they decided not to uh you know poke the hornet's nest or poke the unknown nest we don't really know what was in there yeah so i need to check the uh what is it the um divine sense someone in chat can tell me i played a paladin i just can't remember uh it's celestial undead or fiend correct but is it it's creature it picks up on creatures is that correct or is it just a sense or it's i don't know like what did he actually pick up on because i don't think the creatures are any of those things i think they're monstrosities Mm. so i'm all fey hmm so I'm wondering if you picked up on something else. I know Caleb got like the ping of necromantic magic. Oh yeah, um, that's right. So that I think there's something else in there. I think that wasn't so much like a throwaway from map to waste time. That was very much like there's an item in here. If you go in there, you're gonna have to fight this creature. Mm. Um, but then there's some kind of reward. Maybe it's cursed. Who knows? But I think there's still definitely an item in there. I would love to see if when they. Defeat Lucian, defeat the city. You <laughs> yeah, know. you know when they're victorious. They're on the way back, they're like, "Hey, yeah. let's just you know pop in and have a look." They'll they'll, they'll, they'll oh. stop by here when they're level twenty, super powerful. And yeah, be totally fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh boy! But, but um. speaking of uh, speaking of other things that were left a mystery this episode, what is it that Caleb is seeing when Jester scries? Ooh, we're jumping real ahead here. <laughs> oh, is it? Is that ahead? Oh, that is ahead. That was that was right at the end of the episode. Oh, that was at the end. Wasn't it? For some reason, I thought that was earlier on. Wasn't it? But no, because she she did only do one scry this episode. She she communed last episode, and I think that's when. I think it was the commune last episode, and that's when Capeleb made the perception check, and Matt texted him something mm. that he saw and then it was the scry at the end of this episode Gosh. where liam's like oh do i see the same thing that i saw as an ape and he's like you do it's like ah um huh. but should yeah, we I save that so- for the end yeah yeah we can say that for the end yeah yeah i thought that i thought it was yeah. earlier on that's my bad theories um, <laughs> theories but but you know, they skipped they skipped out on the mausoleum and then they decided to split up the party a little bit veth and Bo. Uh, trudged forward while the rest of the party stayed behind and actually spoke with Tyfel. Yes. Uh, using Speak with so, Dead, which we got a lot of a lot of interesting information from that. I'm super excited. I was yeah, I was um glad they picked Tyfel instead of Otis. I feel like out of all of them, Otis would be the one to give them the least information. Yeah, probably. Um, although Tyfel probably seemed to be maybe the most switched on of the three, so yeah. Uh, yeah, Caduceus did such a good job. Um, was this where he said he was acting, or was that like before? Yes, yes. He said, he said, "I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to act." No. Yeah, no, that was very cute. Um, but yeah, I thought that was because it, it Matt played that really well. I think because yeah. he's essentially asking this creature questions that Cree would know. 
So right. I liked that it was suspicious, but it still, you know, believed him enough to answer. Um, and, and to be fair, Caduceus actually did a pretty good job with trying to phrase the questions yeah. in a way where it, you know, there was like, you know, plausible deniability. You know, they were, yeah. it was subtle enough to where, yeah, Tythel could be like, mm, this is a little weird, but okay, I'll go along with it. Yeah, um, but it's good because they got solid information of like that they were moving forward. They weren't stuck at this place. Yep. They um, they yeah, they were going the right direction essentially, um, which was super useful because they were really hung up on this tower for a while. Mm -hmm. of, like this is maybe they're in there. Maybe um, yeah. this is where it is. Um, and then we got the, uh, so the yeah, information so that they were a day a day away. Like, or, or like a travel. Yeah, like Their yeah. destination is a day yeah. away. It's still a day to travel, which yeah. is, like, awesome. Yeah, um, that was the best thing they could probably hear in that in that scenario. Yeah. It then it then did probably make them like, oh, let's explore a bit. Yeah, <laughs> probably. We got, we got time. We got time to kill. What are we doing? Um, remember what they managed to do in, like, three days the week before. Like, yeah. All over the place. Um, there were no so i think i think that was really good that was a really good use of the spell um and it worked well because sometimes talk with dead can be really frustrating and just mm -hmm. not get you the answers you want so um i'm excited that it did work and it worked really well the second time too which we'll get to but yeah yeah i was with caduceus in wanting to go to the amphitheater and releasing this mage i know person. i know um and I understand why, like, Bo didn't really want to, because they had tried before. Um, so I, mm. I get that was, like, this could be just a huge waste of time. Um, but also on board, I was like, yes, release an there's ancient got, mage. Please. I know, there's got to be something. There's got to be something they can do. I think before, yeah. they, they, they were just using, like, low-level dispel magic. Like, what if you need to throw out, like, a fifth-level dispel or something? Like a sixth-level. I won't spoil it. There's It's in the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount what you need to do for those bubbles. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah. It's, like a, you can, you can look it up. Yeah, it. there's oh. specific things you need to do. Um, which, small, slight spoiler, I guess, they wouldn't be able to do at this point. Oh, gotcha. Um, which is a shame, but uh it is possible to some extent but yeah i was just like yes get the wizard out please um yeah oh sad <laughs> unfortunate but, but but we were able to get another speak with dead scene and this yeah. one was spicy this one was exciting so much lore i i love hearing about the lore of aor because it's so darn interesting and this one Gave us the name of one of the Somnovum, right? One of the architects. That's what I think. That's what I think. I, I was like, is this a Somnovum? Like, is this someone from the Cognose Award? It wasn't super it clear. It, it wasn't super clear, but it definitely felt like that's what it was. Uh, what was their yeah. name? Bashar? Bushar? Brashar? Rushan? Rishan? Something like that. I heard Rishan and I freaked <laughs> out. <laughs> oh my gosh, imagine um it's something like that rashan rashan rashun i don't know but mm. uh yeah like what brings you to the coliseum to beseech rashan to protect us so mm. that's terrifying the fact that these people knew it was like they had time to get to this place to yeah like to learn about what was happening help. um yeah. which like it gives me like 
images of like Pompeii or something of like, you know, the Ooh, city is yeah. going down. What are we going to do? Um, Brashar. Brashar. I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's horrific. Um, yep. But, yeah, so they said that it's Brashar, the great mage architect, and then I think you wrote it down a bit better than I did, but he said something along the lines of put images in our mind or Yeah, they filled they, they... filled their minds with, with thoughts that drew the ire of the gods. Yeah. Which I mean yes. we, we kinda knew because they were very anti God and they were yeah. constructing weapons to take him down. I know, but like it it makes me excited. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably guess why it makes me excited. Yeah. Like I think I've got, oh man, the theories are going off here. But like, if the Cognos Award were like these people trying to, you know, make matter with their minds and change reality with their imagination, mm -hmm. uh, and they somehow were able to abscond with their section of the city to the Astral Sea, which then caused the Crash of Ale, like, what could have potentially have called them to the Astral Sea, what made them do that? What made them separate from Aeor when they were supposedly in battles with the gods or like fighting against the gods? And all I can think is, like, they were called there by a betrayer god or they were, like, mm. enticed by a betrayer god. Yeah. And it, it came... I'm not going to jump ahead, but it came up later in the episode, too. Lucian said something where I'm just like, Fuck, it's fucking Tharos, dude. I swear it's to gotta God. Be. It's, it's gotta, gotta be. <laughs> it's it gotta be. It's gotta be Like there's so. like there's no way it's not. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way there is isn't linked back into this somehow. There is a zero percent chance that there is Dune isn't involved in some some way, shape, or form. Because you got to think, like, the the Aeorian hunters, the creatures that they made, they're resistant to radiant and necrotic. They made yeah. these creatures so that they were safe from both divine gods, mm -hmm. prime deities, and betrayer gods, at least to some extent. Obviously, a god could probably just squish it. But they had protection from celestials and fiends in that mm -hmm. regard. So they, yeah. they weren't just against the prime deities. They were against the betrayer gods, too. I could see drawing the ire of the gods... What if, like, you know, old mate Tharazun's just like, oh, fuck this city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Canon. That's how it happened. Um, oh, my God. But then, but then, okay, let's let's say Tharazun is behind, like, planting this power, or these images into the, the Somnovum mm -hmm. to perform something like this. Yes. That must mean that this city, whatever's happening there in the Astro Sea, might be, like, a key to Theris Dune's, like, return. But then there's still the what shackles like, that are bounding what him. What if it's, like, his vessel? What if, like, what Ooh, if, like yeah. he doesn't need the shackles to be broken if he can physically transport his... I don't know if Theris Dune has a body. He's kind of <laughs> described as, like, this massive yeah. chaos. <laughs> um, mm. I don't know. But maybe he needs, like, a physical form to take so that he can come back. Maybe mm. the shackles is just his consciousness. Maybe this is, like... I'm going off the deep end here. Maybe this hey. is like he can actually physically come back. Um, and yes, of course, Amanda the Moon is involved somehow. Sorry, oh, yeah. pseudonym yeah. also brought it up. The Moon is involved yeah. somehow. 100%. Oh god. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, 
So anyway, the third question. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, there are there are more questions. There are more. There is more. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'll talk more about it later. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll let you know when I'm about to talk about it, so you can turn off if you don't want to hear it. But. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, yeah. But what did she do? Was the next question, or something along those lines? Yeah. But that was filled minds with. Oh, that's yeah. That was that part. She filled our minds with thoughts. Drew ire of the gods. Yeah. Um, whew, very cool. Uh, do you know what the eyes and eye are? No idea. How do we... Uh, how, I wrote for the last question, it was how to stop. <laughs> the answer was around. <laughs> so I can't remember what that question actually was. Or I think it was like what what happened or something. Because yeah. it was like, you know, like take a look around it destruction this is what happened it, it was i think it was such, something like that it's such a bitch answer which I, is such like a like well look around yeah. like, okay dude come on yeah this yeah, is dramatic the sarc- <laughs> they picked the sarcastic yeah. asshole out of all the yeah. bodies yeah pretty much um yep. no that was such a good such a good um speak with dead they got so much lore from that uh, and so many great jumping off points for crazy theories. I love it when we get names. When we get names, Ooh, because it was just you know yeah. like the Somnovum, because it was just like this. Hey, the, the Somnovum. What 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 does that mean? Who are they? And then when we get name drops like Brashar, it's like okay, now we have, now we can start imagining someone instead yeah. of just like this mysterious amorphous entity. And what if like, what if like. Rishar is a part of the Cognosa War. What if they are like one of the Somnovum or like maybe not even the Somnovum, but one of the people from the ward that was, you know, okay with what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they like, that's why they're in the bubble. Cause it was less of protect myself more. I don't know. I don't know where that thought was going, <laughs> but like maybe like a fail safe for the yeah. believers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, that's cool. I, oh man, the the thought though that those bubbles can be popped, and if the creatures oh. inside are still alive, is actually terrifying. I know. Because um, I mean, who who knows how many of these bubbles are just littered across the ruins of Aeoric? It could be exactly like dozens, maybe even hundreds of people that are locked in these little time bubbles. Yeah, I wonder what caused them too. Like, I wonder if that was like if that's just magic because we saw the ones in A two. It was just looked like a family fleeing. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't necessarily. There was like maybe a spellcaster, but I wonder if it could have just happened randomly. If there was specific, I mean, that's some dudomantic shit right there. Yeah, stasis definitely feels like it. Um, yeah, no, very exciting. Um, I I wonder if we'll get any more of that, or if the Mighty Nine are all just going to die next episode, and so we won't ever get any of that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's probably the that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think the most important thing that came from them going to the amphitheater is Carly. They now have a new friend. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that it was. That they were they were able to revive one of them by just swapping yeah. out the little the little crystals. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, glad it worked that easily because I love this Charlie. Cre- this creature is interesting. Um, one Ooh, is, is there adorable. is there is there like is spoiler stuff in the Explorers Guide to Wild? No, about no, these no, ones? no. Uh, well, I don't know, but I haven't I haven't seen anything like that. I'm oh. just saying 
this this creature is interesting because it's like he's adorable and Matt yeah. is playing him so adorable. Yeah. But I'm already like an iron giant situation where like he's yeah. got a bonk on his head and he's like all kind of messed up and they're gonna fix him and he'd be like, alright, kill mode activate. Yeah, I'm right? actually a terminator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and I'm yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes. It's like it's too cute. Matthew Mercer I know. is like it's so cute. good. Yeah, I was getting I was getting some, you know, like C three PO vibes, Baymax. Someone mentioned Ben yeah. from Treasure Planet, definitely. Yeah. Um, um just the just the kind of loopy behavior. It's like yeah, yeah. Baymax kind of like, yeah. um running low on battery. Um I see people talking about like Warforged. I don't think it's a Warforged. I really don't think it's Warforged. Um I'll die on this hill. Uh <laughs> it's it's fine. Um but yeah, because I think I've seen Matt before talk about how Warforged aren't canon, I guess, in Exandria. Um, mm. I think I think it's just an android. I think it's just a creature that was designed by the Aeorians. Because um, Warforged are essentially characters. They're you know they've got mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know people play them, people role play them. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, the way that, the way Matt's so, well. Yeah. I don't know because the way so the way matt was playing this one felt very like a protocol droid you know they're just there to assist yeah maybe we, that's um, just because it's so damaged that it's just reverting back to its like most basic like programming like what if it when it does get fixed it does have like a fully fleshed out personality and it is basically be. you know that person. like that freaks me out from a consciousness point of view from like a yeah. living creature point of view like um it's yeah any it, it's like animatrix <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like at what point do the does the ai and the creatures become cognizant and yeah um of which is like i don't want to talk about robotics <laughs> that freaks me out mm -hmm. i say thank you to my google home because i don't want her to be angry when she rises up like <laughs> Yeah, you say your please, pleases and thank yous to your your voice assistants and, and all that. Yeah. Got to cover your bases. Make sure you're not uh, yeah. the first to die when the robots rise up. I'm only partly joking. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, 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 I, I don't know, I, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, Warforged are more alive. Warforged yes. are like living creatures. Yeah. Um, this definitely seems like, as you said, like a droid or like a, a robot. Um, yep. uh, definitely. But that being said, he's still really cool. Still really he's cool still and helpful because we, we got the yeah. Genesis Ward and that's apparently where, uh, you know, Kree and Lucian are heading. And that's also mm. where he can be repaired. Is Was that what he had alluded to? Because he was like, if you repair me, I might be able to tell you more. The like, where can Genesis we do that? He's like, the Genesis Ward. Yeah. Which is a uh, also a horrific name for a ward. Um, yeah, that can't <laughs> be good. Yeah. yeah, that can't be um, good. But no, I I am so ready for this creature to turn on them, which will, would kind of suck. But like, it it's... would suck. I, it, Essek is kind of foreshadowing that too, because he was like, mm, I don't trust yeah. it. It's like Clorotta. It's like, yeah, mm, you're cute now, but you're gonna but betray when you us grow up. They're yeah. cute when they're babies. I love Clorota so much. She's so good. Oh. Clorota. I keep saying Clorota. Um, 
But oh, what was it? Oh yeah, so he he had he couldn't say anything much about the cognosum ward or the yes. synovum. Yes. So, do we think there's like some kind of like information dump or not dump? The opposite of that, like a takeaway. Like it seemed like he was damaged and couldn't remember a lot of stuff, but it yeah. seemed like specific things about the cognosum ward and the synovum. And he was just like, nope, like. Oh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even be like, "Sorry, my my information's damaged." It would just be like, "I'm Charlie." Like it would be a complete, almost break from character. Um, <laughs> people don't like that I said Clarita was cute. <laughs> I'm sorry, he kind of was though. Um, yeah, so it seemed like it was less of, you know, oh my, my, I'm all messed up. It was more just like he would think about it and then ignore the question completely. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering yeah, if it's it, some kind of... It, it's it's probably just damage to its mm -hmm. memory. Yeah. But I also I just, I also just wouldn't be surprised and I kind of want it to be a, you know, like a, a protocol that was programmed into these droids to erase any mention or any memory of the Cognos Award when something yeah. like this happened. Um... And that also does give me Ben from Treasure Planet vibes because Captain Flint took out Ben's memory chip so that he couldn't spread the information about the booby traps that were littered in his treasure trove and all that stuff. So wouldn't wouldn't be seen, wouldn't be surprised. I haven't seen Treasure Planet. <laughs> ah, okay. Ben was a droid that had knowledge of a treasure trove with booby traps. The captain took away that memory so he couldn't oh, yeah. tell anyone about it. Cool. That's kind of what this feels like. Cool. Um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a cool, um, reference. Yeah. That sounded really, that sounded really sarcastic. I'm sorry. I meant that. <laughs> that is actually a really cool reference. I, I, no, I think the pause was you were looking for the word reference and it, and it just yeah. it came off. It came off that way, but no. Totally came across a really bitchy. <laughs> cool totally reference, fun. Nico. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really cool reference. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Feels so much better oh, no. now. <laughs> oh my goodness i did um, not get those vibes that's okay awesome um, um but the, but and now jester is carrying charlie with them like c3po from star wars oh yeah yeah i understand that reference um <laughs> yeah that's that's really cute i like that she's just having conversations with yeah. him over her shoulder um one thing i did find interesting and it's probably been brought up before, but they mentioned, uh, someone asked the question, like, what does the, what are the races of Aeol? And they said, like, it looks like a human Ooh, yeah. elven culture. Mm -hmm. it, it, he didn't seem to mention if there were any kind of, like, dwarf people or halfling people, mm -hmm. but it seemed to be mainly human elven, which is yep. interesting. Um, that is pretty I like, interesting. I like that. Um. Uh, it, it kind of makes you think of, like, well, was it because those were the only it seemed weird that they'd be the only two races like mm -hmm. 3000 years ago um, or like 4,000 years ago. Yeah. But it makes it also seem like perhaps Aeol was, you know, they only had human and elves because that's the only races they had. <laughs> um, yeah. Which brings in all kinds of questions of what the city was like. Um, Cause it'd be interesting if they found like other remains, other uh, races mm -hmm. amongst them. Um, he specifically said they weren't halfling. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, like oh. he made a point to say they weren't any of oh. the uh, smaller races. 
I mean, we definitely, I don't think we'd see any orcs or half orcs here. Um, interesting. Yeah, I thought that was a nice, nice bit. Yes, yeah, so there, yeah, there probably is more, more to it than it meets the eye. Uh, yeah. But they, they are able to continue their pursuit of Lucian with Charlie mm -hmm. in tow. And they come across some familiar, some familiar foes. Well, actually, first they encounter the the, the checkpoint, the security checkpoint. Yes. That spire, that electrical spire. That was cool. Really cool. Like the <laughs> yeah. world build it. The world building of Aeor is so genius, and yeah. I I love that that they're that they're here and they're exploring and discovering yeah. all this cool stuff because I never even thought of like there being like a checkpoint, but Matt did, and yeah. it makes sense that there is one. <laughs> Um, um and we got an incredible boyasha sequence of them oh yeah like, you know yep. making out essentially with with the, like the i actually i wrote theory. down i think i wrote down in my notes i wrote down staticky kiss staticky kiss staticky kiss that's what I wrote down. yeah no it was it was perfect kind of um <laughs> uh oh. boyasha moment they are uh, it it was a great image of them like like spending that much time like you know touching fingers and kissing yeah. and then like a lightning bolt coming out <laughs> and taking them down. That would have been pretty funny. That would have um, been pretty great. That is that is a kind DM. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, that was really cool. I like like as you say, I like the idea of a security checkpoint. I like the idea of um them having to. Oh, it makes me excited Which... to think of like could they possibly have tricked it? Could they have? like you know tricked it into thinking they had access and they had the um can't think of the word man i can't think this early in the morning they had the uh that they could go through it i don't know the could they have tricked the... the machine what's the word i can't remember like certificate certificate like the certification the 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 the, the, the documents the the I think I know what the word you're trying to think of because now I'm I, trying to think of it and I can't I can think find of it. it. Give me one second. I this is going to kill me. Uh, but anyways, while we're thinking about that, the idea of a security checkpoint being here raised a lot of questions because that means they were trying to make sure people were, were in check, you know, that they had the proper documents, the proper whatever they need to pass between different different wards and stuff. So if they were if they were this serious about maintaining a semblance of order amongst the populace and stuff how the heck did they let an entire ward cognosa ward like secede and bring about its collapse like sh wh where are the checks and balances of, of guess this society the cognosa ward might have had the clearance to oh, yes. <laughs> tell them that um I don't know. That's yeah. That's weird to think of it. Well, I mean, it was clearly the downfall of Ale when yeah. Cognosa Warm fucked off. Um, mm. I yeah. That's oh god. I I want the law. I just I don't care if it's exposition. I just want someone to sit them down and be like, "Here is what happened." Yeah. Um, that would be so good. And an entire four-hour episode of just the lore of Aeor. Yes. Yeah. Everything there is to know about it. That's I, I mean, want. just think, this goes all the way back to, like, Rumble Cusp and Vakodo, like, of 
him fleeing the city. That was the first kind of yeah. bit we got of this. Um, I just, I want more. I want to know. I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to get it. I, I don't see any situation. I mean, apart from a t- early TPK, I don't <laughs> see any situation where we don't get like some decent explanation of what, how this city got there, what's happened to it, what it wants. Um, it'd be it'd really suck if we didn't. And at the very least, at the very least, that is going to be a big talking segment in the post-campaign wrap-up discussion. Oh yeah, there's gonna be we're there's gonna, gonna be a million questions about Aor and the city. I'm gonna get it one way or the other. Yeah, pretty much. But it would be nice um, to see it in game, that the party oh, can, yeah. can talk about it and stuff. But yeah, that that's why I just I love all of these little lore drops we've been getting, you know, with Bashar and all these different wards and what they do. All, it's all very very interesting i i need to like i need to like a discovery channel um episode about about <laughs> the lore the lore of aor i, I yeah. should look on scrytube to see if there's any <laughs> any scrytube yeah. channels that that do documentaries on it um god <laughs> but caleb with the quick thinking and using global vulnerability to get them yeah through. and yeah. they would have gotten away with it it weren't for the meddling experiments that, yeah, that those the, things the, are, they made. Those things are really cool. Um, what was the the dog, the big bear dog thing? Is that also a creation? Yeah, that's an absorber. Okay. Yeah. Or wait, no, that wait, either. wait. Which one? Wait, but then which one's the eye? The eye, the tail eye. That, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, so there's one that looks like a displacer beast, kind of looks yes. like a panther, yes. the big eye tail. That's the absorber. That's the absorber. And then there's the big kind of bear hulking creature. Um, it looks like a dog, I guess, but it's like it's like a big kind of almost yeah. bipedal creature. That's the reverser. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't get to see its ability, its special ability. Oh. So I don't think. We'll, say it just in case people want to be surprised but pretty much all those there's three of them they have their like kind of special uh abilities uh we saw the Mm -hmm. absorber the absorber was the one where it flings a spell back at you Mm -hmm. um so then were were these experiments were these creations maybe meant to be used as like a security force like you know how like you know the police have like canine units and stuff yeah were these they, meant to do that? Since since it feels like they're very they're they were made specifically for to be used against magic users. I think they I think they were just like some kind of experiment that then when Aeol crashed were like I don't think they'll necessarily used. I think maybe they were like preparing to use them. Um and then Aeol went under and they kind of just got left. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they'll setting them up for battle with the gods, um, and it just oh, yeah, didn't come to yeah. They are yeah. god slaying weapons, yeah. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool, but yeah. also really messed up. I want to know what kind of god slaying weapon that baby was, because oh, that's not god. cool. That baby's well, real not cool. No, I'm like, glad we are past that, just, that baby. 
Because I could just see like Melora's like, I've come to stop you, Aeor. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> All right, I surrender. <laughs> like, you, yeah, like, yeah. Take me away. Up. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. How do I say that name? Straight for crook. Straight for crook. Uh, I don't think they eat. I think that's the big thing about them. They're like kind of, they don't mm. age, they don't eat. Yeah, they just, they're just are. They just exist. They just exist. And isn't that all we could hope for? Just Honestly, it really is. <laughs> yeah. You know, these absorbers and reversers are living their best life. Their best life <laughs> out here. Yeah. Um, but we got the wonderful imagery again of Ford being left alone with a creature, yeah. being harried by a creature <laughs> by himself. The, the call-outs of, there's another one here! Yeah. <laughs> He's just fighting it by himself. Um, I, I love, I love, they, I love Travis's like uh, panic voice, like like it, when he's goof, his goofing around panic voice, like the super high pitched, like oh, yeah, because oh. yeah, they they were having fun in that fight. I think yeah. Caleb got, he must have been really close. I think he's he at twenty one hit points. Yeah, yeah, he got three. Well, he got two mm-hmm. big attacks against him yeah. from that creature. Oh, that would have been bad uh so yeah. that was that was a close fight in that regard um <laughs> um but no i think it was a pretty fun fight i, I yeah, like it that cool. it was a chance to show off these creatures it's you know showing that there are still threats here in ale mm-hmm. like they which they knew about like it's not like yeah. they were forgetting about that but in their chase they're still going to face these threats um uh, like that it confused me a bit but the fact that this was something in front of them and then they got caught up by the creature behind mm-hmm. it's a bit like oh shit like yeah. they're everywhere um but no it was a really good fight i like the um i like the combat i like that we got essic finally jumping in and <laughs> doing stuff yeah. um but this fight this fight has one crowning moment one probably, very of crowning all moment. of it I... Got some, uh, we got some wild magic happening with Ford. Oh my god! Now, now I want to ask you, what did you think was happening? I, oh gosh, um, what did I initially think was happening? I just thought he was. I thought something was growing on his face. I think that's my initial thought. I was like, he sees like yeah. dark. There's something's like something's blurring yeah, his vision. Think... There's something. He's like a growth or something, or he's loose. He's going Isn't... blind. Oh, yeah, because they said, like, something darker. I was like, oh, this sounds, like, bad. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, you got hair in your hand. One, gross. But also, yeah. I think in the Discord chat, we were, like, posting pictures of Cousin It and, like, we are joking about how, like, I remember writing, uh, imagine uh, in the big fight against the Tomb Takers, like, at the end of the campaign, and Matt's, uh, Travis is just completely covered in hair. Like, <laughs> we, we, oh. we thought he was growing hair. And then it was also, yeah. like, werewolf? Werewolf, Trevor, werewolf Ford? Ooh, is this yeah. like is he is he growing like features? Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was the complete opposite. Complete opposite. His hair is gone. Uh, even his eyebrows. Even his eyebrows. <laughs> all of his hair. Now, is it permanent? I don't or... think so. Yeah, I don't think so I don't either. Think, I, th- I think that's it's it. Might be too... permanent while they're in Aor, but then when they leave the area, then it might. 
Yeah. Um, I'd say what's Stormy Boy. I think if it's like a normal wild magic table, that feature is specific like 24 hours. Oh, so gotcha. I also like the idea of maybe when they leave AOP and <laughs> <laughs> we get him fighting Lucian yeah. completely bald. Completely bald. But I think it would be – I don't think Matt's going to kind of like – ruin Ford's aesthetic that much for the yeah. big fight. Um, and it's such a chant. Back to Travis being such a good play. Such a chant with that because that's like <laughs> a big thing to happen to your character yeah. to be completely change your appearance. Especially a character that's so focused on like their beard and mm-hmm. how they present themselves. Yeah, um, that's true actually. That's a good point. Uh, so damn funny though. Um, just the imagery coming out from this episode. I know. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, but speaking oh of Ford oh, yes. going bald, we have some fan art to look at, and both Alana and I have picked very similar, oh my god, yes. similar pieces of fan art for for everyone's enjoyment. Oh, uh, so we'll start with Alana's. So here we go, fan art number one. Oh, this lovely fan art was created. I think we've we've seen some of their fan art before. Um, o Gale Fox at O Gale Fox on Twitter. We get to see uh, Werewolf Ford, what we what we wanted to see, but instead, it's so good. Instead, we got we got Baldy, we got Baldy. So good. I want to know: Did they have that Werewolf Ford ready to go already, or did they draw that so quickly? Because oh gosh, it's it looks so good. It does. <laughs> But no, it was exactly how I had it in my head. I was like, oh my god, maybe like I I didn't think fully but i was like how cool would it be if this is like werewolf ford um it'd be perfect for travis <laughs> oh yeah just how, just how look how look how shiny look how smooth and shiny his yeah. head is and the well, tiny eyes be, would, it, <laughs> the little yeah the little eyes it would be because it's essentially every single hair is falling out it's like it's yep. not like he's gonna have a buzz cut yeah nope it's gone oh, it is my nearly gone god Oh, but imagine if we had gotten Werewolf Ford. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been amazing. That would have been badass. Um, <laughs> Definitely good. This is kind of better, though. I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do actually almost like this one better. Um, so then here's mine, because I also liked how they were like, Yasha, we can use some of your hair for Ford. So oh, I know this, this one. I think I know which one you picked. I, at Miss TV Head. On on Twitter, I gotta wait for the lag. <laughs> yep, we have Ford. We have Ford shedding some tears as Yasha oh is very God. generously throwing I mean, her Ford hair looks over Ford's great head. With white hair. Yeah, I think Ford could pull it off. It's very really anime. So. <laughs> it is. It is. I think I think Ford should give it a try. The the art that's coming out for this episode is incredible. So good. Like all the Charlie art, so all the bald bald Ford art. <laughs> um that's hard to say. Bald Ford. Bald Ford. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Using the using the per, the sovereign glue. Oh. The sovereign glue to glue on hair. Oh. It's a terrible idea. It trans- <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ter- it is a terrible idea because it's probably gonna draw back. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I'm so happy. I'm so happy we got the wild magic surge for that. And then and then Jester rolled later, remember? Um, yeah. And she was like, oh no, my hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, my hair could be gone. Like, 
Yeah. It's very much that whole like, oh no, it looks fine. It looks fine. I don't yeah. want it to happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. It looks fine, but not that fine. Not fine where yeah. I would want it to. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, oh my goodness. But no, I guess what else? <laughs> I mean, there wasn't there, there wasn't much yeah. left of that. There was like, cause when, when that combat ended, I was, cause I watched, I watched the second half at school earlier today. So I'm able to like, see how much longer the episode there is left and yeah. after that after that combat there was only like 10 minutes left yeah there was not much left in the episode um because they, they pretty much they wrapped up the episode they decided to set up did they actually set up the dome yet? no I no they did. i don't know it doesn't, it doesn't actually seem like they did did they they well, i think they had to have because i think they they ultimately went to sleep yeah because then they had the dream at the end the yeah. last the last two big things that happened were the dream and the scry. So they probably just did a ritual cast of the dome yeah. to get it up. Yeah, that's um, what it was. But they did the scry. So the scry was the yes. first thing. So we got we got to see one that they were both a bit injured. Yeah. Um seemingly wrapping themselves up and tidying themselves up. We got to see maybe where they are they're near water running water i'm mm. wondering if that is actually a feature of the city or if that's like they're at the cavern where the cognosa water is and they've just got like ice flow ice water yeah. running from a or itself yeah. um i don't know there's a there's a lot to think of where they are the other thing too is we got lucian's monologue which yeah. Before we talk about that, I want to know what you think. Do you think Lucian was, like, acting? Like, they did bring that up of, like, I think he knew I was there. But how much of what he said was kind of true? Like, I f or, like, or, like, not even that, because I think what he said was probably truthful. But are they actually resting? Was that all for show? For, like, the scry? I think, I think they're resting... I think what he was saying was truthful, but he was, this, this felt like very much like him taunting the party with what he yeah. was saying. He was like, we're yeah. going to rest up so that you can rest up so we can have, you know, an equal, <laughs> equal footing in a battle. I, I, that's the, that's the vibe yeah. I got. Yeah, um, same. And then with his monologue talking about, you know, I'm so, here to take my, my reign, long may it be. Um, I was like, you little, you, you shit, <laughs> you fucker. Um, so I've got the monologue, Adam in the discord chat typed it up, which is amazing. Oh, so I was going to go back yeah, and rewatch him and yeah. write it out, but Adam actually typed it up. Let's hear so, what he had to say. Yeah. So it's, don't worry, we're getting there. I can feel it, but they're close now too. So let's break this down as we yes, go. Yes, 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 yes. But they're, they're close now too. Do we think that's the mighty nine? At, at first, at first glance, and what I still believe, maybe that'll change if we dissect this a little bit, a little bit more. Um, but yeah. I do think that he's referring to the party. Yeah. Because who who else could he be referring to? Like the Somnova, maybe like the city. Yeah. Like, like maybe like the, like where where the Tomb Takers hope to teleport to the Astral Sea. Maybe the city is getting close to that entry point as well, yeah, so they're like yeah. meeting up in the middle almost, maybe. But then, the wee babes lost without their king. So the wee babes again could mean 
could mean that like the Somnovum and the Cognos Award, they've been so like racked with this insanity that they are almost like infantile. They don't have any kind of leadership. They don't have any kind of pur purpose or motivation, I guess, that they do need leadership. They need the Nonagon to lead them. Or it could be Bo and Caleb, the wee babes mm -hmm. without their king. Like they're fresh. They're new to this. They've only got a couple of eyes. Yeah, I, I, I can, my, again, my initial thoughts was the wee, wee, wee babes was um, Bo and Caleb. However, yeah. it does, maybe, maybe it's a double meaning. Maybe it's a double meaning yeah. where he was like, this was also him taunting, you know, Liam or Caleb and Bo, but also yeah. believing He's himself to be like the, the one who can guide the, the lost yeah. thousands of souls in the, this, this city which um, i just i think it's i think it's like an oban situation and so i think it's an oban situation yeah. of like i am the one to like guide i'm the one to lead mm -hmm. and it's gonna be no fuck you <laughs> like like he's gonna be betrayed by the thing he's trying to help because the next line is endless hunger mm -hmm. oh there is doom <laughs> there is doom's all about that endless <laughs> hunger <laughs> endless hunger limitless potential without focus that makes me think it's the city he's talking about yeah endless hunger limitless potential without focus because it's right like, now because what, what he's kind of referring to is that you know all of this this cacophony of voices they're all their own entities right. all screaming out but the nanagon is what brings them all together where they're then able to yeah have you know limitless possibilities limitless creation they're able to create whatever they want because it's a massive high mind all working as one as a hive mind yeah yeah i i i'm on board i agree with that uh yeah because then it goes on to say divided amongst thousands of mewling fragmented minds yep. yeah that doesn't sound like the mighty nine that's yeah. definitely the city the nonagon saw this when i was reborn now the nonagon saw this when i was reborn the Nonagon, does that mean the Somnovum, like the group of nine wizards that are kind of in charge? Are they the Nonagon? I thought Lucian was the Nonagon. Yeah, so maybe there was a Nonagon before Yeah. Lucian. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw Garth's oh. comment on chat. <laughs> Endless hunger, limitless yeah. potential is Sprinkle. It's got to be yep. Sprinkle. Um, yeah, so that's confusing. The Nonagon saw this when I was reborn. Okay, Lucian. Thanks so unless, unless, the, okay, yes. Yeah, so maybe the Nanagon is the Somnovum, like the nine, the nine Somnovum. And yeah. Lucian is the vessel. For, oh, because he has said that, that he's yeah. the vessel for, for the Nanagon. Yeah, so maybe the collective, the, the nine eyes, they are, are they are the Nanagon. Or the, well, they're the Somnovum, but when they, when they enter a vessel, that is the Nanagon? maybe yeah they saw it when i was reborn i'm their savior as i'm their savior as they were mine so they need lucian presumably to survive mm -hmm. they well one they need him to bring the city back but it seems like they need him to actually exist mm -hmm. uh i'll save them from their pain from their wasteful existence and you're you're to join me there i think guess addressing kree yeah for their memory unless that's also a double meaning since he knew they were being scried on and he's yeah. like y'all are coming with me 
maybe speaking to the Mighty Nine in general or specifically um, Caleb and Bo. I I just have fears of like them killing Lucian and then Caleb and Bo becoming the new vessel. Like, because yeah. <laughs> um, we've said before, we don't think killing Lucian is the end of this. Like, even if they do, <laughs> I think that the city is still going to be right there being mm -hmm. needed to be dealt with. Um, so that was the scry. That's what she got from the scry. Yeah. Um, and then there was a little bit more later, but we got them talking about how, yeah, it seemed like he probably was putting on a bit of a performance for them. Mm -hmm. um, uh, oh man. It just made me more nervous. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, but when I, oh, yeah, we'll get to the dream. I guess a little bit later, because um, now I guess we can talk a little bit about what Caleb saw. Yes. What that kind of means. Um, a lot of people are theorizing it's just an eye thing, like the eyes that he yeah. has. Maybe it's like a true sight. Maybe he was able to see the traveler there. Um, it could it could be as simple as that. But if it is as simple as that, why couldn't Bo see it? Yeah. So it could be that she maybe has a different. Has a different eye. Oh, true. Um, there was something I was looking at before. I'm just going to bring it back up again. Um, it could be like a boon. Uh, it says it's like generally only available to 20th level characters. But like they're the specific boons, which is a shitty word. I can't say it without like <laughs> making the word sound crappy. But it's a boon. Um and it's essentially abilities. It's not like a feat, a super-powered feat that you give your characters when they're higher levels. But some of them like kind of play in with what we've seen Lucian do. But there is a boon of true sight, which is like allows you to have true sight for a certain amount of range. Um, I don't know if it's like that's kind of like true sight's always turned on for you, mm -hmm. which is pretty powerful. So I'm not sure if yeah. it's that. But it definitely does seem like. I mean, because we've got to think, what else would he have possibly seen? Um, I know, that's what I'm... It seems like he's probably just seen Lu uh, Artigan, Like, It's got to be yeah. something like that, because I feel like if it was something bad, Liam would bring it up. Yeah. I, I agree. It's this probably seems just like something, it's more... something subtle. Yeah, this seems more like it's... Um, it, 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 yeah, it's something that's not dangerous, Um but it's more the implication is dangerous. Yes. Uh, so I can absolutely see Caleb keeping something like that to himself. I don't think he's trolling, Stormy Boy. I think that there's something. Um, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, whether it's True Sight or whether it's like a remix True Sight aspect, mm -hmm. I think it's definitely something to do with his eyes. Um, the fact that he had to make the perception check for it's a bit weird like earlier whereas this time he didn't mm -hmm. but maybe it could just be him coming into the power of the eye um, oh yeah i don't know it's cool well it's but... it, hmm so artagon is is an archfey but he's would you consider him also as like a maybe on the spectrum of like a divine being like it's, it's like a gray area um, because I'm wondering, because if the Aeorians were very anti-magic, maybe one of these eye abilities is to, is to perceive, like, divine entities, maybe? And, like, an Archfey kind of enters that, that gray area of 
Divinity, uh, could, like, maybe. Yeah, because it's not like True Sight lets you see, like, phase or anything, but it does let you see uh, into the ethereal plane. That could be mm. maybe how Artigan... No, I don't know. Cause it, yeah, because it's not clear how Artigan, I guess, communicates with Jester over long distances. I know he's an arch fae, but there is mm -hmm. still limits to, like, worldly travel. Um, yeah. Archfays are still limited, especially on the material plane, to how they can interact with the world. So he could be using the ethereal plane as his means of, you know, talking yeah. with Jester. Or it could just be he is so pumped up on believer juice that he's um mm -hmm. you know got yeah. extra godlike powers uh i'm just reading the comments because yeah, yeah it's like I, I i think it's probably a safe bet not saying that's exactly what happened but it's a safe bet to assume it was he was just seeing art again yeah um how though is the question probably yeah, through yeah, the eye but now. is it true sight is it just a different feature um it's, it's interesting <laughs> to theorize yeah 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 because I, I really don't know like what else it could be that he's seeing because initially i was worried that he was seeing like uh um i, I don't know i don't know uh because we knew yeah. we knew it was we knew it was the traveler that was speaking but what if caleb saw because if it was bad again if it was bad kill would bring it up um, so I initially yeah. thought, like, oh, is it, like, actually, like, Lucian that is, like, masquerading as the Traveler here? That's what I thought! That's what I thought! Yeah. <laughs> like, no joke! I thought, like, is he going to, is it, yeah, is Lucian fucking with them? Yeah. Um, which is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was, that was my initial thought. But then, because Liam didn't bring it up, I was like, okay, it's probably not that. Yeah. That feels, like, that feels pretty important to bring up if that was the case. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but no, um, I'm excited to see how it turns out. But then we got the, we dreams, got the dream, which we did get the dream. Once again, Adam wrote down what he said, um, because he said, your friends are peeking. So just describe you are wily bastards continuing to stick in my side, like a thorn in the drawers. Clever. Well, not enough to respect it. I'm not here to kill you. That now that confuses me. I think that could just be poetic language. Um, yeah. While not enough to respect it, I'm not here to kill you. Yet I'm here to open a door, to take my reign. Long may it be. You're welcome to watch if you can keep up. There's so much beyond that door, and that's when the whispers started. So, I'm here to open a door to take my reign. Long may it be. I mean, it feels maybe... pretty self-explanatory almost that he he's he's going to become yeah. the 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 ruler of you know the this, well. this, this, this the somnovum of the world even potentially yeah a demigod yeah he's would you would you put this in the same category as like ascending maybe mm, maybe I, not I, I don't I don't think so because sense. because it no. they were kind of against the deities and the gods yeah. It does. It doesn't sound divine. It just sounds like, um, like incredible power and yeah. incredible influence. Um, but but it's still like if Lucian is capable is is capable of will be capable of all these things that he's saying. Like you know, 
bending reality to his will, creating you know, limitless possibilities and stuff, that's basically a god. I don't see him maintaining control of it, though. No, I oh, oh, no, think, heck no. Yeah, I, I think he's very much like, oh, yeah, I'll let the city come back, and then I will have this power. I'll have the power of the Somnovan to do what I want. Because it also seems like he wants to you know, change aspects of the world. He's talked about destroying the Cerberus Assembly and he's talked mm -hmm. about, you know, uh, creating his own order. Mm -hmm. But I, like, it's hard. Those people in those situations in, like, films and that, where you're like, you're going to be betrayed by the thing you're helping. Like, this is, <laughs> it feels pretty obvious. Um, it's hard to think of, like, him not picking up on that or, yeah. you know, considering that. He has said before he doesn't trust the Somnovan, but he seems to have gone down the rabbit hole here of, like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to reign. And then suggesting that Bo and Caleb might take over for him. Um, yeah. Which is weird. Like, we, we still don't know if Cree has eyes herself. True. I know there's some there's some people on our Discord server, specifically Annika, who is um of the of the belief that Cree is actually, you know, the mastermind behind this is actually like more nefarious. And I, I really like that as well. Um, um they didn't check the bodies, <laughs> the three bodies, to see if they had eyes. I oh, feel true. like it would have been obvious. Yeah. yeah but I think at the same it... time I don't know. Um it's it's Oh God! What does this guy want? <laughs> it, it it feels like power, but but let's talk about his line saying, "I where I will take my reign, long may it be." The the poetic meaning behind that, because we know obviously Molly way back when said, mm -hmm. "I am your God, long may I reign," which again is fucking poetic, because obviously Talison had no idea about any of this. Yeah. But now that we see that Lucian is wants to become a godlike entity, or at least have godlike powers, and he yeah. wants his reign to be long, you know, taking this sort of like king position and stuff, it's just yeah. it's such an interesting, possibly just you know a coincidental parallel that has now uh, been been drawn. In that scene too, Molly was like wearing the the tapestry of Bahamut, who's like the king of the dragons as well. Mm -hmm. Like everything about that scene was regal. Hey, um, and and the the Bahamut, Bahamut's a dragon, right? The king, the king yeah. of dragons. You said, it wasn't what wasn't dragons going to be his downfall? Wasn't that one of the tarot cards? It, it was the tyrant, wasn't the, the tyrant. dragon? Oh, no, maybe that was his present. His present was the tyrant, I think. Yeah, it was, the, was red the red dragon. dragon. Yeah. Oh, okay, Which red dragon. Yeah. Darn, I thought I had something there. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all up for it's all up for debate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um But that would be interesting though. When like his your your the future his future is death, which could just mean rebirth, a new beginning. His okay. present is the is is the dragon. Um molly being wrapped in the red dragon what if his downfall is that molly is starts fighting molly is still in him somehow starts fighting back that's that that's the conflict of his present and then when he dies his rebirth is molly coming back as a silver dragon as a silver dragon canon which 
I think also Bahamut was like Wally's fake god. <laughs> like yeah. he was actually a follower of the Moonweaver. Um mm. Which she's all about, you know, subterfuge and all that. So yeah. she's she's cool with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so now, do we think they're going to have a third eye when they wake up? I think there might be more. <gasps> oh, you think more? Yeah, I mm. I would be down with them having like four or five me too. eyes. Honestly, me too. Because um, you got to think, how many more long rests are they going to get? Um, yeah, not many more. And I feel like the closer they get to to the des their destination, I feel like it's going to increase yeah, and, rapidly, especially and now because some other members of the Tomb Takers are dead. And we've seen Lucian almost possess the ability to give them an eye kind of like whenever he wanted, or at least when they yeah. reached out to him, because there was a the time Bo reached out and he's like, Oh, mm. I'll give you another eye. Yeah. It seems like he has the ability to expediate. Don't think that's the word. Uh, expedite. <laughs> expedite. expedite. Shit. <laughs> expedite the, uh, the process. Um, yeah. So I, I, I could see it being more than one eyes. He did kind yeah. of describe the screams and the static and the noise mm -hmm. being like almost unending. Ooh. Whereas before they've had it where it cuts off and then it's silence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this was like nonstop. We ended with them Ooh. still in the dream. Yeah. Um, oh, don't like that. Mm -mm. Don't like that. No, it's not very good. Maybe that maybe that's a sign that it is getting closer. Like because it was just perpetual screams. It's it's the city is closer. Yeah, more powerful, stronger connection, which is why more eyes will appear. Oh man. The um, the image too in the opening credits. So we saw that there was a change. Oh yeah, the intro. That was so cool. Where the city is drawn then, and um. Uh, I think it's Cammy. Cammy is the artist that yeah. does the intros, her and her brother. She talked about, like, she did get guidance from Matt, so we can assume that that is kind of a pretty realistic de depiction of yeah. what the city's going to look like. Doesn't look good. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't nope. look good. <laughs> it definitely was very uh, chills, chills-inducing. Yeah. Uh, I was a bit worried, but, oh, but it was, like, it was, like, badass chills. Was like, oh, we're in yeah. it now. We are in it now. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh my god, I got something wrong. Which again, just uh, makes me think that maybe this is the last arc. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> why? Why would they? Why would they make it be this way if it's just gonna be like this for the next like ten episodes and then just switch it back? Like, what if this is just the last arc? Yeah. And they wanted to make a really special intro for it. Yeah, because I don't see them being like you know, in 15, 10, 15 episodes time, changing the intro to be like, oh, now Cerberus Assembly. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, they might, they might do that. Good, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Remember Trent? Remember? <laughs> yeah. Remember when we were on Rumblecast? Remember? God. Remember when our biggest theory was when we were going to see Vandarin? I want to know the very first episode of What the Sheet, what episode was that? Oh, I what can't remember. I'm going to do a quick deep dive into this. Because um, I want to know what we were talking about that very first episode. Oh, and I it was probably a much simpler time. It was over a year ago now. Episode 92. 92? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh. before Rumblecusp. Because remember, our first few episodes were uh, 
talking about Just when Rumble Cusp was going to or when TravelerCon was going to happen. Oh, that's right. It's it's when they go back to um uh um Bo's place, Bo's home. They go to um what's the name of Bo's town? Oh, Kamorda. Kamorda. They go to Kamorda. That was the episode oh. we started on. But they go to Kamor to meet her family and the episode... Oh, that was episode 92? That was episode 92, yeah. Oh, wow. For some reason I thought that was in like the 80s or like late 70s or something. Yeah. Oh. And then it was pretty much the Ishanai build up and then the break. Oh, yeah. then, then, then the beginning of like the Rumblecast arc. Yes. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So... Man, remember back then when we're like, Isharnai is the biggest threat. Yeah, Isharnai is the big bad. Yep. Yeah. It pissed off an old hag, and now now the world's yeah, going like, yeah. And then, like, Ford died, and we're like, ooh, Ukatoa's yeah. Oh, Ukatoa's, yeah, Ukatoa's the one. And then the dragon turtle. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why can't it be bad again? Can we, yeah, can we just go back, please? But, but a moment. Oh. Yeah, it's been well. I could just look at how many episodes we've done. Yeah, it's been like forty-three episodes since yeah. then. Yep. Bets on Trent kidnapping Essek. Um, probably pretty low, I reckon. Yeah, pretty low. I feel like his his only reason to do that is to get at Caleb. Um, but I don't. He's a don't bitch. See that so he yeah. might do. Yeah. Um. So what? So what? What do we think? Do we have any other final, final thoughts, feelings, emotions, questions, concerns? I mean, all the concerns and all the questions. Um. All this episode. Do we think that next week we're gonna have the confrontation, or is it gonna be another? Well, I actually don't know if we'll have the confrontation because they're still about a day's travel away. Yeah. Since they it aren't very far, so. It, Maybe. Yeah, so I think maybe the second half, or maybe it'll be a cliffhanger ending. But I think maybe next episode might just be more exploring, more traveling, yeah. checking out, checking checking out the Genesis Ward. Um, yeah, that stuff. So I don't think we'll have the confrontation next week either. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of on board with this being the last arc. Um, yeah. Whether or not we have like a slightly longer like epilogue uh, than we mm -hmm. did in the first campaign, I could see that being it, like with like a couple episodes clearing everything up. But in terms of like major arcs, I think this is probably it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I just I can't I can't let go of the Therister idea. I know. I'm, I don't know, like if. Um, no spoilers or anything. Oh, maybe spoilers. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's watched WandaVision, but, like, I was on the Mephisto train the whole way. So, like, I'm going down mm. with this shit, guys. I'm like, if it's yep. not Tharas doing, don't talk to me. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. No, I, I I, definitely... I I don't want to believe that this is the last arc because, again, like many people have said, there's still so many loose ends. I still think... Therosun is connected in this somehow. Obviously, the Serpent's Assembly are a huge issue. Yeah. Um, I definitely think there is, at the very minimum, going to be mm -hmm. a, a sizable time skip 
after this arc. Yeah. Um, I feel like there um, has to be. EJ's art just said random thought, but I think the Horn of Orcus will come into play. That's the best like theory uh, I've seen so far in terms of absolute chaos. That would definitely um, uh, be an interesting. That'd be era. amazing. Just out of nowhere. Oh yeah, the Horn of Orcus. Like, Illusion comes out from the shadows and he's just got the horn on his head. Yeah. Um, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oof. So there's dunes behind everything. Sprinkle is a lich in disguise. Mm-hmm. And Vandrin is having a cookout in the city. Vandrin is there. He was lying the whole time. Yeah. He's, he's by the water that Lucian and Kree are by. That is oh, yes. the water they, we yep. can hit. Mm. Mm. Yep. They're yeah. probably discussing Tusk Love as we speak. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you fly on the wall in that conversation? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God. But, okay. What do we think yeah. the likelihood is of Molly making some kind of an appearance whether it be in the appearance of him like breaking through lucian's persona a little bit or like memories coming back or actually like manifesting like taking over lucian's body again or do we think molly is is just gone is there's no hope no saving him don't expect anything i think it would have to be very well done and like i have faith that it can be well done i think it'd have to be very like not just a throwaway thing um it'd have to be really well set up for it to actually happen whether or not it's just like a matter of as lucian's dying a bit of molly peeks through Ooh, yeah um if there's a reveal that like he's been cognizant of molly this entire time and has just been keeping him down that would mm. be incredible yeah. but i think it could fall into like fan service if it's yeah. just like oh molly's here too um yeah i don't i don't think it would be as simple as like oh look molly's here like this is molly yeah. it would be like in his dying breath like a little bit of like the lucian's walls you know break down and molly yeah. is able to like a piece of molly is able to break through again um, i think yeah because it's i think it's hard to say because it is so much like molly doesn't necessarily exist it's just a different aspect of lucian Ooh, garth brings up an interesting point if we get molly back it will turn out to be lucian acting yeah that would I, be interesting I, if if lucian uses their connection with molly as, as like a tool to persuade oh, them or to trick or they them. go in for the killing blow and he's like wait it's me yeah. molly and they yasha holds back and then he stabs her in the gut oh, like yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like that's also like an anime I know, moment I know that though part. Yeah. Um, um, oh my goodness. Tearless. No, I, oh, I, yeah. That's a good. Yeah. No, go go ahead. I d no. I just think it's. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Molly technically exists anymore. Yeah. Because we see too much of Molly in Lucian. I think it's mm -hmm. that's what we get. Kind of. Yeah. I don't think Lucian's ever going to revert to Molly. Molly was a product of his revival and. Mm -hmm time at the circus i don't see him as like a trapped personality within lucian i see lucian as is back he's 100 percent whole again and his personality is similar because that's the kind of part that was left behind yeah. um 
so as crappy as it sounds, but I could absolutely see him using that to his advantage Oof. if he feels the bastard uh, that way inclined. Yeah. Oh yeah, bastard man. <laughs> um, but tier list, how where would we rank this on an S S A B C D? So S is the yeah. best. S is, right? S is like peak peak D and D peak critical role. Well, have a think. Like, what kind of episode does this one remind you of? Um, like, if you had to compare it to a previous episode. I really liked. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of one to compare it to, but there there were a lot of funny moments in this. Um, mm. I really enjoyed the lore bits we got. Um, but eh, I'd got say Charlie. Like it, it reminds me a lot of like if we talk about like exploring a new area, finding new things, having a bit of fun, having some conflict towards the end. It reminds me of a lot of when they first went to. Um, Darkto, mm. uh, when they were still on board with Avantika, they got to Darkto, them having to blend in and play along, and then also the revelation at the end, and then the cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. So that's probably around that episode for me. I don't know where that ranked on your tier list. I'm going to say, uh, what is it, S A B C D? S A B C D, yeah. I'm going to say B. I agree with Lynn. Yeah. Go B. Yeah, I was going to go with B too. While, while there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that I liked about this episode. Um, yeah. Not enough important stuff happened narratively. Like the lore stuff we got isn't necessarily stuff we needed. Oh, um, it was just kind of extra, like flavor, some fluff that we got, some interesting tidbits. Um, yeah, it's a dungeon crawl episode. There's nothing wrong with dungeon. Like a B, a B yeah, isn't bad. Like right. B is like average. Like this is like the standard, like a standard episode. Like I'm not good at ranking things. <laughs> At all. Neither am I. That that stream that stream took a very long time to do. It's so subjective. It it, um, it really it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Good. I yeah, but good episode. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. it. I um. I I thought that it. Even though I really enjoyed last week's episode, um, I watched it on like two times speed because I just needed to get through it. Yeah, it I watched. I watched episode. the second half at two times speed. Yeah, it, it was a good episode, but it was a lot of planning. Um, and like I said, plan worked out, but it was probably like a good two hours of them talking about what to do with their bombs and yeah. the towers with no real forward movement, which sometimes gets me down a bit because um, it's just like, oh my god, I just kind of want progress. Mm. Um, but. Not to, again. Not to say last week's episode was bad because I did still enjoy it. It was pretty easy watching. Um, this episode, yeah, felt like we're moving forward. We're getting progress. We're getting um, things done. So yeah, definitely easier to watch in that regard. And yeah, we got Charlie and we got Baldford. So of course it's going to yeah. be a good episode. Yeah, Char Charlie and, and Baldford made made everything worth it in this episode. I'm very yeah. interested to see if they're able to repair Charlie and if anything changes. I think that's what I'm most interested in in the short Preparing term to see if they can repair ford <laughs> yeah yeah and that's his beautiful hair oh Ford did have great hair now it's gone oh. yeah that's the this is this out of all of the, the the deaths of this campaign did we not even consider the death of ford's hair and honestly it's, it's so the most it's the most depressing it is the saddest death of all 
he's going to play an elf next campaign and won't be able to grow a beard at all. <laughs> like, oh, God. God. Yeah. Oh, boy. What we'll get. But if that is all of the thoughts and theories that we have, I suppose we can go ahead and call this one a finished, as always, as always. Thank you all so very much for joining us. This episode is always such a pleasure chit-chatting with all of you, sharing theories, talking about our shared passion in Critical Role. This is one of my favorite uh, days of the week where I can, you know, we can all just unpack the the insanity of these these Critical Role episodes. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's definitely such a pleasure. And I appreciate everyone who, who sticks around and talks, even even if you're just lurking and just listening in on, on the conversations. We appreciate everyone here. Uh, the support, the support is amazing. Thank you all so much. It means a lot. Um, are there any nothings coming this weekend for Hit Dice Heroes, correct? Any nothings? Any, 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 there's... There's nothing. There's nothing coming up for Hit yeah, Series. There's nothing coming this week. <laughs> Any nothings? You confused the hell out of me. I was like, "What the fuck's a nothing?" <laughs> Makes sense. No. Yeah. There's no Hit Series yeah. this weekend. Uh, next weekend is when we will be back. But yes. you should definitely go check out the one shot that uh, yes, yes. Nico and Maya and Kiralee and some special guests uh, Ross and Debbie did last weekend because I was away. <laughs> So they yeah, did an awesome game and it's really fun. You should go check it out on our YouTube channel. Yep, yeah, it, it was awesome. And so, as always, don't forget to love each other. But most importantly, don't forget to love yourself because you are important. You matter. You are loved. You are cared for. So please take care of yourself. It's very important. They're here for you. Everyone is here for you. Spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> the world needs more of it. That's for sure. Yeah. And so, I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. And we will see you all very soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.